G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Into Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, you are listening to Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe with you. We've got plenty to get through in the next hour. I'll be joined in just a moment by the great Mitch Abaya, who's uh, got a big 24 hours ahead. I tell you what, if you are a fan of the Lids Fly or Thrill of the Chase, make sure you tuned in tomorrow because the Lids Fly is going to be one of the great days or the great nights of radio and entertainment because the four heavyweights, Bonington, Abaya, Watchdog, and of course, Miles Fitzner, who's just been tearing it apart on the Bensley program. Tell you what, tomorrow is going to be one for the ages. And if, if, and a big if, because the boogies have got them at outsiders, as outsiders, if Bonington and Fitzner get the job done, I think there's a don't come Monday policy for uh, for one M. Abaya. Welcome, Mitchell. Uh, thank you, mate. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to be on the show with you, mate. And- I uh, tell you what, there's a bit of pressure on now after that little, little, um, you know, say, don't come to work Monday. Jeez, that's, well, that's look, hard-hitting words, well, look, so we're going to have to deliver, but we will. That's what we do. The only reason I say that is because, well, you have been pumping up your own tyres for the last week and a half, two weeks, and you said you're no chance to lose. And I'm saying that I know... Bonnington and I know Fitzner well and they will try and get crafty and they will try and find a way to get the job done in a couple of these uh, races. And yeah, I, no, I they will. They'll put that, the acid on you. No, they'll definitely put the acid on at some point during the night, but don't forget it is four hours, six till ten. Um, for those that are wanting to tune in, do not miss a second because it's going to be absolutely fantastic. There'll be plenty of banter. You you bet with uh, the four of us. There's always... Uh, you know, a little bit of trash talking going on, but uh, plenty of winning tips as well. But it is a, a marathon. It's not a sprint, uh, Donners, and you'll know that. That <laughs> They've got to sustain it for four hours where what you and I will. There's there's not a time when we'll drop off, so they're going to have to keep their game up at 110%, especially in a field that's not exactly theirs. But I tell you what, if there's anyone that um, can get close, it'll be those two because they've matched us in the past on when they've been hosting. Um, but yeah, I reckon tomorrow could be a different kettle of fish. We could break some records tomorrow night, Watchy and I. Now, do I see that Watchy might join us on the show tonight? Am, am I right in saying that? Potentially, yes, he may. I um, I put a little feeler out to him to see if he was available, and I'm just waiting to uh, to hear back. But uh, hopefully we can get him on just late, just as we close up for tonight, um, just as a little bit of a taste for tomorrow night. I reckon that will be absolutely fantastic. But... Yeah, little teaser, but if not, you know what? We get him tomorrow, well, fresh off six o'clock, um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll do our business then and, and dominate. Well, I, it's just giving me a very good idea because obviously I messaged you a little bit earlier today and asked if you could uh, give me a chop out, and you know you said no as you generally do. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> because no James Vandermart tomorrow. So, but that's giving me an idea. Maybe I get Bonnington to join me for that hour, and we talk a bit of nonsense for a while. And we can preview and get his thoughts on what's going on. And then hopefully when you get in here, because you've got a big feast that you are cooking up for uh, for those here at SEN Track tomorrow. So you've got a, a very busy afternoon tomorrow. 
but I reckon we get Bonnington in the studio prior to the lids fly, and then maybe get you halfway through and, and just see if we can set the scene for what's going to be one of the big nights of SEN track in the last uh, 12 to 18 months. Yeah, no, no, that sounds perfect. You know, get Jay Bon on, um, try and get a you know few of his few of his best tips out there that you know we can just we can equal up with and um, shut them down there. No, no, I'm only kidding. But hey. um, it's going to be fantastic. We know that. We know there's going to be a, a lot of banter. There's going to be a stack of fun, um, and that could be a perfect intro. Uh, Jay uh, Bonner's for say thirty to forty five minutes, and I might sneak in there um, with with dinner. I'm bringing in dinner for the for the whole crew tomorrow night, which will be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. And I'll tell you what, I won't be wearing a white shirt because if I miss my mouth, the last thing I want is a stained shirt. So what's what, what, what are you cooking up? Obviously, your, your missus is of Sri Lankan heritage and her parents. And uh, I hear you've got a nice curry that's coming uh, coming SEN Tracks way tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So my partner, my beautiful partner, Miranda, her mum is one of the best cooks that I've ever seen. And gee, she cooks the best curry in the world. So I... Um, Put a few feelers out to obviously Tomo, who's a regular host, uh, a producer, sorry, um, and then Javon and Miles, who have been uh, hosting. Uh, Miles, obviously, being in Adelaide, he won't be uh, able to enjoy it. But I just asked a few boys, as well as the watchdog, hey, does anyone, do we eat curry for a starters? And if so, what, what do we like? And they said, oh, they were all for it. So, yes, I'm bringing in a, uh, a, beef, and a, a beef and a chicken curry. Um, as well as a few bit of rice and some papadums, and we'll have a nice little feed because I tell you what, four hours of hardcore tipping and banter, we will need something to, uh, to you know, keep us going because there's going to be a bit of fire around. Bloody oath. Bloody oath there will be. Hey, the first at Bendigo has just run. Uh, Kiang Zena gets the job done, so the favourite there, $2 and $1.20. Maestro finishes second in a photo for third. We've got a big show coming up, Mitch. We are we will talk more about tomorrow night because we are going to pump it up as much as we can because for what it's worth it is one of the draw cards I think of SEN track over the last little while and I can't wait to hear bits and pieces of it throughout tomorrow. But let's get stuck into uh to what you want to discuss throughout this evening and you want to take us back through the meadows earlier today. Yeah so we'll just go back and touch on uh today's racing for those out there that are listening in that May have been at work and haven't had a chance to see the results from the dogs going around today. So we'll just run through the nine-race card at the Meadows. And it started off with a maiden in race one. Billy's gift for Jessica Sharp got the job done. Uh, 30 and 72, respectable run. Nothing nothing super, but nothing, you know, pedestrian. And uh, one well held off a uh, gallant hyperfine who led through the first turn, couldn't quite sustain it. It was $2.20 favourite, and to be honest, I thought this thing was just a certainty. Hyperfine, after its run last week, it was massive, got done by about a nose. Uh, Billy's gift, though, just kept kicking, and uh, I suppose that's the uh, that's the, the Jason, Jessica Sharp motto, you know. They just keep uh, working their dogs hard, building the fitness up, and they just keep running it out. So a really nice run. Wasn't, wasn't you know, setting the world on fire, but yeah, a nice win to get on the board, and I'm sure this dog will have a nice career. What about race number two, Weblex Star, $1.28? I think it was pretty much a certainty going into the race. Arby's Lucy finished second, number eight, and uh, Val Ali in third. So it was a short price favourite getting the job done at the Meadows in race two. Yeah, Weblex Star, $1.30. And uh, I suppose when you get a $1.30 about any dog, you're always cautious. You're always hesitant. I know there's a few people out there that, geez, they're not just... A dollar thirty—that's a gift. I'll just get on it. But sometimes, you know, they are—they are animals. That they're like us, you know. They're 
human. We're human. They're the dogs, and um, they can make mistakes. They can mistime the jump. They can go up with the lids. They can cop a check, etc., etc. So nothing's ever certainty, but this was close to it as you'll ever get. When 30-36, one by four and a half, I thought Arby's Lucy was a nice run for Tim Britton. He had uh, second and third, and Arby's Lucy ran on pretty strong, and I reckon... For those out there that did their form, probably have to you'd go back and have a look and wonder why this thing went around at thirteen dollars twenty, whereas a couple of the others in the race were six eighty and six ninety. And I know that it was paid five forty to place, and it was probably a little bit missed. I would have thought in the market because this dog ran okay, beaten eleven lengths over the seven twenty five. And you have to think in a four dog field, a dog that's strong should be running on you know, pretty well and not have any trouble. So it, it did get a little little way back, Arby's Lucy, but run on well. And, you know, I, I couldn't believe it was at $13, and especially 540 the place was crazy. Absolutely. Uh, let's see what uh, – what about Nyanga Boy, race three? Yeah, very, very smart animal. Uh, I know a few people uh, on the uh, on the socials were very keen on Aston Lavinia for Jessica Sharp to look for an early double there. 210, Aston Lavinia. Uh, step well. Couldn't quite cross Nyanga Boy for Paula Ballard. I couldn't believe Nyanga Boy led. I tell you what, since resuming, he's been very good. One at Geelong, well in 25.76. One again today in 30.07. An absolute corker of a run. And um, this dog's, it's got a motor. We know that. He's always said that, you know, it's a, it's a very talented animal. Just needs to get it to put it all together. And the one thing with the dog, he, he's not a greyhound that has blistering early speed or a tremendous like turn of foot that just puts his rivals to bed. He's one of those bit of a one pacer, but he's he goes at a decent clip when he's going. So um, I think he'll get the 600 again. He'll come back and I reckon Paul will step him up. Well, now that he's jumping, I think he'll get up to the 600 and uh, run it out pretty strong. And 280, I think they backed him late for about $4. So yeah, really good run. Looks like it was a bit of a favourite stay with uh, race number four being won by Mapunga Warrior at $1.35. Eagles Nest Egg at $1.14 finished second and Aston Paisley, the eight, finished in third. Yeah, one of the best runs of the day by a long, long way. 34.29 is absolutely low flying. This is that, That's scorching. 8.96 to the first peg, held out Eagles Nest Egg, who is a very good beginner over the 5.25, but Mapunga Warrior, there was... There was always a little bit of a question mark over the 600 metres. You know, he's been strong in the 525s, but they're always you always have to question, saying, hang on, how are they going to run it out when they, you know, do get up to the 600? Run it out, absolute dream. Yeah, 34.29, absolutely scorching. One by five and a half, a dollar twenty. Um, so there was a couple of shorties there for Jeff Britton and Angela Langton today that I'm sure they would have been holding their breath about. And one of the handlers uh, that works for them, Harrison Goss, a great young fella who is a trainer as well, and he messaged us in a group chat beforehand and said, geez, I've got a bit of pressure on today. I've got five dogs in, um, a few real shorties, so I don't want them to get beaten. No, they uh, they got the chocolates for him. So I think they ended up with four winners combined for the Britain and Langton Kennel. Race number five, Peaky Pub, $2.50. Yeah, easy finish second and plan ahead in third. Tell us about the fifth race. Yeah, Peaky Pub, brilliant run, 30 and 16. Uh, was pretty good early, 5.17, led him clearly. Uh, I thought, yeah, easy was a nice run for Jason Portelli, ran on well in 30.30. Uh, but yeah, Peaky Pub, they backed it late into 2.50. Uh, plan ahead was your $1.90 favourite off the pink. He's a grand that relies on probably an inside draw and isn't the greatest beginner. So when you're going 5.35 to the first peg and you're drawn out wide at the Meadows or Sandown, it's pretty tough. So Peaky Pub was good, 30 and 16, really nice run. Uh, got home pretty well as well in, I think, just over 12.20 or so. So, um, yeah, Keithy Lloyd and the team, they just keep putting him in at the Meadows every week and um, starting to chalk up the results. 
Yep, race number six, Sweet Petite at $2.15. Patriot Tubman, Burkle Boy were your top three. Seems like it was a lot of favourites and a lot of short price favourites that were getting the job done at the Meadows today, Mitch. So that was the sixth. And then a $2.25 favourite in the seventh in Webleck Thunder. So more favourites getting the job done. Yeah, I think one thing you'll find, Donners, is that uh, with Greyhounds, uh, in Eight Dog Field, they're... Say you you got a two dollar fifty favourite. There's there's no space. We know that. There's you know no vacant boxes either side. The best dog doesn't necessarily win. But when you have got a smaller field, a field of five, field of six, they space out. There's a lot of room to muster early, and that's what it's all about. The greyhounds, it's out the box for the first twenty metres. If you step well and you don't get touched for the first twenty, you're allowed to go and do your thing. You know, like um, it's a bit like in the footy. You get someone blistering quick, Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, or the likes, or Petra Chally for the first first few strides if they can get a clear run that's it they're off and gone and same with the dogs that once they get a clear run at them they can get out and do their thing and once you're out in front i've said it all along once you're out in front you don't have to run up any bums you don't have to try and evade anyone uh you're off and gone you run your time that's it so and they're pretty reliable as well Absolutely. All right, where are we up to as I just click back? Race 7, we talked about Webleck Thunder's win at $2.25. Race number 8, another short price favourite. So if you just whacked all the all the favourites, I reckon, into a multi today across uh, the first eight races, geez, you would have cleaned up. Apart, Just don't touch the last race because it was a $27 pop. But if you put all the favourites in <laughs> with Webleck Whirl rounding it out at $1.65, you'd have done well. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, well, I think there was uh, dual favourites in race three, but other than that, yeah, you're spot on. You would have been, you would have had a, a nice old multi going, and um, you, you would have been nervous because those shorties can can make you very nervous. You know, you want you're thinking one of them is going to get rolled, and it did in race nine. Um, but race eight, Weblick will very impressive. Jeff Britton trained uh, thirty and sixteen, went really well. This dog. Um, it was a dollar seventy favourite. Uh, five ten early was super. Went seventeen eighty six down the back. They weren't humming down the back. They weren't like lighting the track up. Uh, the run before that, uh, Webleck Thunder was a very good run. Um, he did uh, light the track up. Went uh, seventeen eighty one down the back for a Wednesday when the track seemed relatively slowish. I thought was a really nice run. Um, but as I said, I'm just going back through here and looking. I'm pretty sure that Jeff Britton and Angela Langton combined for about yeah four or five winners on the card and. Um, as you said, race nine, if you had have uh, had the two Invictus Rising going for the last leg of a multi, being the favourites, you would have been filthy. You would have been absolutely livid that it got done by busy time at 36.40. Yeah, that's a very, very good <laughs> point. I'm just uh, just having a look at that busy time at $27. Um, that's, what you, that's what you like to call just a real bad beat, and we hate those sorts it of is. things. All right, what do we got? Bendigo. Unless we've tipped quickly, them. quickly, Bendigo. What do you think? What do you got for us? Uh, I'm going to be we going with here, the but... favourite here, Electra Terrace. All right, Electra Terrace. We'll get that out there, and let's head to Bendigo now. Electra Terrace number five. Electra Terrace, stand by. Racing, Lectra Terrace jumped away only fairly. He's a geezer, won the start. Lectra Terrace gets to second. Off the track then we've got Inga Luna, Tillett's son and Edie all in that pack. Adjusting behind him was running for Juddy and they've broken well clear now from Tillett's son and Trending Wave. Heading up towards a home turn and kicking away. He's a geezer, got about three in front. It's holding a margin and he's a geezer gets home. Second home, Inga Luna and third. Disappointing, disappointing there. It finished in third, I reckon, Mitch. He's a geezer, the $20 pop out of the two box. 
gets the win. Inga Luna and five, Lectra Terrace. So uh, disappointing start to our evening there, Mitchell. Very disappointing. Uh, once at Lob Second, you would have thought, you know, game, set, match being the favourite, but it just shows that uh, sometimes the best dogs don't win. Um, I can't believe that that dog's got up at $26. Like, you go through its form. It's, it's runs at Hillsall were okay, but then it went to Shepherd and last time out went 22.68. I reckon you might go close to running that, uh, Donners. And, 100%. Uh, 20, yeah, 20, $21. That was a, a big price winner, and we'll push on. We'll find a few. We certainly will. Let's uh, let's clear a break first, Mitch. We'll get we'll reset. We've got what have we got? Bendigo Harness in about eleven minutes time. So we'll find some winners uh, right across the board if we can. A little bit later, but now, for now, let's take a quick break. More with Mitch Bayer on the other side of the break. Chase. Thrill of the chase, John Donahoe, Mitch Bayer with you for the next 40 minutes or so. We've got a harness race coming up in about six minutes, Mitch. I'm not sure if you're going to play in the harness field tonight or if uh, there's one you like because you have uh, you have dabbled of late in that, that horse that uh, ran at Melton the other night that you tipped a few nights back. It won. So I don't know if you want to delve into that in about six minutes, but uh, I'll leave that one to you. Let me just pull my run sheet back up. I was just doing a couple of different things there in the ad break. Uh, million Dollar Chase winner. Talk us through that. Yeah, Million Dollar Chase winner, Handsome Prince. Uh, sadly, uh, suffered a back muscle injury in a trial on Tuesday, and um, he, had, uh, he had a lead-up to what was going to be another crack at the Million Dollar Chase, but um, unfortunately injured uh, it brings to an end his career what a career it's been um he's what he obviously won the million dollar chase a few years ago now um one million and thirty six thousand in prize money uh he won 11 of his 28 starts and it's a fantastic story this one um i think it's shaquille latimer uh, owns the dog trained by lapita lagogian uh they got the dog six weeks before the million dollar chase uh heats which was uh obviously a few years ago now, but uh, they bought him from Tassie and yeah, he, he came out and just went airborne. He trialed really well. He, he won the whole series. He won that million dollar race. You saw the celebration on the owner and trainer's face. Uh, he said, obviously the dog getting injured is extremely disappointing, but he will never ever forget that night at Wenny Park when he won the million dollar chase. And the dog will go on now to have a stud career. I think if they price him well um, and don't make him, you know, too expensive that he'll get, uh, Plenty of bitches out there, but um, it's one of those things that the stud game, it's pretty tough. And uh, the good thing about him, he's out at SH Avatar, which is an American sire. So it throws a little bit of uh, something different other than your Fernando Bale and your Barcia Bale sort of sires. So um, I know that yeah, he'll be pretty popular. It was a grey and had a tremendous turn of foot. I think he might have trialed 2908 around Sandown Park for an exhibition trial um, when he drove down all the way in the car on, on one day. So um, you... you Love to have seen him on the track a bit more. He was a greyhound that was pretty injury prone, and you just hope that that's just just him and doesn't follow on to any of his pups. But geez, he's a uh, yeah, he's a fantastic animal. It'll be sad to um, sad having him not racing around, but I'm sure a few of his pups will um, in the future be quite as good, if not as good as him. And uh, hopefully, yeah, he can he can throw some handy ones that we can follow. But for now, he'll go and be a uh, a pet, jump on the couch, and then uh, begin his stud duty. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we we see a little bit more. We'll we'll 
Yeah, well, they have um, puppies, I guess, a litter, and turn them in, into some more race dogs. For sure, for sure. Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be probably given a few weeks or a few months to you know, just kick back and relax, like take the mind off the old racing. Because after you know after they race, and they're they're pretty wound up. They're you know they're pretty highly strung. So just give them a chance to relax, and um, then I'm sure they'll start drawing a few straws and. Yeah, sourcing what's out there and, and who wants to use him. But, yeah, he'll get some pups on the ground pretty quick, smart. And uh, I tell you, if he can throw a couple of handy ones in his first few litters, they, they'll go gangbusters because it's one thing, you know, that people always try and find is a successful sire. Now, have you, have you decided if you want to have a dabble in Bendigo race number two in the harness? Well, there's a real shorty. This thing's been smashed. dollar seventy or dollar forty. Mm. You would say it's going to be winning, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, you're the expert. Yeah, you, yeah, you would. But you know what? I'm gonna, I am gonna take a place in this. The nine BB Barock uh, at two ten. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll take it on the tote. Take it on the tote. The nine BB Barock. Um, the driver is Jay Duggan, and uh, we'll see if we can get it up. But uh, yeah, harness is not really my field. No. I'll give that. I'll give um, Jason Bonington a little bit of credit there. That's uh, that's his field. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see if we can. See if we can match the man, because he's going to try and do it back to us tomorrow night. That's the only nice thing you'll be saying to him in the next 24 hours, I reckon. Yeah, correct. Yeah, well, um, you know, uh, I don't know if he's asked you about an arm wrestle anytime soon, but, uh, you know, just kindly decline, no, because never, he goes ne- quite well at them, too. I'll never do an arm wrestle after what I saw on the, the NRL footy show. I think it was Wendell Saylor broke something. Oh, yeah. Arm. Yeah, that was... I'll yeah, never do sick. an arm yeah. wrestle ever in my life. Yeah, I was scared that. to do one, but I yeah. made... I, I, he he beat me pretty square, um, yeah. Bonners. He, he that was one thing you know, hands down beat me. But I gave Fudge an absolute uh, oh, yeah. beating. Fudge doesn't strike me as a uh, an arm wrestle man, if I'm honest. No, he's a uh, he's a he's a presence. Mm. He goes to the gym. He's on yeah, the uh, on the oh, protein he balls. Too. He does too. Um, before we head to the news and taking this race at Bendigo, talk us through uh, a highly promising pup that was scratched from the Warrigal Saint Ledger final. Yes, so a uh, pair of buddy, a greyhound by Aston DB, who made it through to the final uh, of the St. Ledger, which will be run uh, this weekend and um, on Saturday. And, yeah, he's pulled up sore. He's, uh, he was really lethargic after the heat uh, and out of sorts, according to trainer Steve White. And uh, I reckon he's done the, the smart thing. He's got the best interest of the dog at heart. Um, he knows he's only young. He's won five of his eight career starts, and he might have had another couple of seconds in there. He, he's going to be a star. He's going to be a very, very nice pup. The last thing you want to do is throw him in the deep end against some of the best dogs we've got around, um, and absolutely, you know, just burn him because he'll be he'll have his work cut out. If you're not 100 percent in this, you, you're going to be, you know, really struggling. So um, he is a dog that we will see plenty of. He'll, he'll be featuring in group races down the track, no doubt about it. He's an absolute star, but um, yeah, he'll be missing Saturday night's uh, feature, and uh, it's sad. But uh, I'm just trying to see who the reserve is that'll come in and take his place, but. Um, Oh, sorry, there it is. Uh, Black Avenger for Joe Borg will go into box three. But, um, yeah, it's it's not ideal, but things like that happen. And it just shows that there's a lot of people out there that got, you know, a lot of people out there that don't know greyhound racing. And, and a lot of them have no idea what, you know, goes into preparing a dog for a race or the care. And you hear all these clowns that go, oh, you know, greyhounds, this and that. You know, when people say about adopting them and they say rescue, it's like, hang on, they're not mistreated. Like, look at this. He's got had the dog on a drip. He's had the dog, you know. The dog's best interest at heart. He's not going to race him if he's not, you know, 100% sound. 
um, that's not for his own benefit. It's for the dog and, and for his, you know, long career. So, um, yeah, it just frustrate, frustrates me when they say they're not well looked after. Like, uh, Handsome Prince going to go and jump on a couch. Here's a um, pair of buddy who's going to have a couple of weeks off just to recover after, you know, a hard heat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now these dogs are tremendously looked after, and you've told me this before, um, that every animal is, is very, very well looked after, and that's the most important thing at the end of the day. So um, you're spot on there, Mitchie. All right, um, let me just have a look. Let's get, to, let's get to Bendigo, the second race, and then we'll take a break for the news. Means it's the better chance or it's the harder one to drive. He's foreman Josh Duggan is on BB Barock. They raced in same ownership. And $10 now, Naked Truth, whereas BB Barock's at 12. So there's not much really between them in the market. Bloke who owns them doesn't mind a bet. He's had a bit of specking BB Barock. Now galloping here is uh, My Jerry. My Jerry continues to gallop. Now he's trotting. He's going to miss at 20. All the other runners are set. There's the light, and they're away from the inside. Alfie always left well. There wasn't a lot of speed from Kiang Chucky. Fast away was Aldebaran Boyd out wide, surging up to sit outside of the leader. Easing in behind them early, Beauty Boucher is going to jump into the box seat, the first starter. Settling down in fourth position, three back along the inside, Kiang Chucky can pop off the pegs though to track his stablemate, then Blondie's Bliss. The stablemates are further eight metres away, drifting back Naked Truth, the first starter, behind it BB Barock, and tailing out the back after that bad getaway right out of play now was uh, My Jerry, he's 100 metres away. Down the back straight, they trot the first time. The two-year-olds and the leader is Elfie Always. Goes inside the mile in a quick lead time, 40.3, a lot quicker than what the three-year-olds went in the first. So he's freewheeling it here, James Herbertson, with Alfie always. Second, working hard is Aldebaran Boyd. Third on the inside, getting a nice cushy run, Beauty Boucher. Fourth, in clear air, Kiang Chucky. It's on the pegs at the moment, moving up in the running line, making a quick dash up in the moving lane, Naked Truth. Although the favourite is going to come off in front of it to get the 1-1, one, one, so Naked Truth will track the favourite and be three back on the outside. Taking the inside run Blondie's Bliss and following its stablemates every move at the tail of the group BB Barock and tailed off was my Jerry 31-2 first quarter of the mile so Alfie always with the advantage of the uh, race fitness is running them along here and trying to run them off their legs second parked is Aldebaran Boyd he's been there from the get-go third having a nice run in the box seat was Beauty Boucher will be ready for the Harad Detroiters sprint lane 1-1 poised to go Kiang Chucky the odds on pop couldn't have wished for a better run Blondie's Bliss is over on the inside fifth next in the running line, Naked Truth, so they pass the 800, BB Barock is back last of the bunch, 31-8 second quarter, 63 the half, and trotting into the back, the youngsters in the Bendigo Ski Boat Centre, two-year-old Maiden Trot, Alfie always, he's been in front from the get-go, he leads by a couple of metres, second Aldebaran Boy just asked for a little more, third right on the back of the leader, Beauty Boucher, fourth, etching to go, Kiang Chucky, BB Barock makes a three-deep move, flushes out the favourite, Naked Truth in between runners, and Blondie's Bliss dropped off. Bunching field at the 400 metre mark. Leader running on MTL for your ways. Out deep, speeding up to them. Kiang Chucky. BB Barocks trailing into the action. Uh, galloping under pressure. Aldebaran Boyd. Naked Truth was struggling. Getting into the clear fourth. Beauty Boucher. 30.9. They went down the back, but into the straight. And the favourites cleared out on them here. Kiang Chucky dash 15 in front. BB Barocks into a clear second. Naked Truth, the stablemate down the outsides, getting into third position. But it's all the favourite far too Chucky. strong for them there. At at the second race at Bendigo. Let's get some news headlines. More with Mitch Bayer on the other side of the headlines. 
Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Certainly won't be missing Peter Bowl running in the 800 metres tonight. That man has a genuine chance of meddling in the 800 metre final in Tokyo. So make sure you catch that. 10.05 though, I'm not sure about that. That's a bit late for for old JD who's had a very big week, Mitchell. Is that what time it is? Is it 10 tonight, 10, 10 o'clock, is it? 10.05 p.m. Oh, okay. Which is annoying. Okay, oh, well, I'll... Uh, it's really annoying. Yeah, I might have to... Uh, I'll be up, I'll be up. I don't sleep, mate. So I'll be up <laughs> at 10 o'clock and I'll be sitting there with my uh, bowl of spag bowl um, watching the, the big fella go to work. But hopefully he can feature and... Um, yeah, he's been super, handy. What do you mean you don't sleep? No, I barely sleep. Go to bed at about, you know, midnight just after. Yeah. Get up around 6. Gee whiz, I tell you what, that's uh, that would be sustainable in my life for about a week before I reckon I'd just pass out and sleep for about 12, you reckon? 12 yeah, hours. No. Some, 12 hours. No, I, uh, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy my six hours of sleep that I get, but, you know, at other times I, you know, enjoy working or doing other things and, no, I'm not one that can uh, sit still too often, mate. Uh, you might have seen me carry on in studio a few times. Oh, 100%. But, um, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you want to give us a tip here at Bendigo? Hey, what about, about one minute? The place get, what about the place getter at Bendigo Harness? What was it? I didn't give out the place getter, did I? No, no I you didn't because I, I said, you said, who do you like? And I said, BB Barack, the place on the tote. Oh, you did too. You did too. I was. I just. Oh, we were running a little bit behind. I just had to get to the news, so that's I right. completely forgot. Now, hopefully, about someone it. took the exactter because well the exactors paid nine eighty with the dollar thirty favourite. Nine eighty. Yep. The, paid four bucks the place, mate. Oh what? So we're uh, wow. we're filling up. We're filling up there. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, Bendigo. I'll Bendigo. give you a tip. Yes, please. Uh, what is a uh, a relatively tricky race, but I'm liking number four here, Eileen J. Um, between it and um, the the six, that's oh, sorry the seven. That's where the winner's going to come from. The the four or the seven. So you can Quinello up if you like. Yes. Um, but I just think it's got. I just think it's got enough toe to get away. Uh, the four Eileen J. It's it, it's a race where it's paying seven fifty. Uh, I reckon it's a great each way play and a chance to lead them up. So I can't have the red. Um, as I said, the winner comes from four or seven. Uh, you can probably, you know, Quinella, same race, multi, whatever you want to do, but each way value at seven fifteen and a dollar eighty. All right, we will. Let's head there now, I guess. So number four is the on top selection for Mitchell Bay. Eight dollars into five dollars and fifty cents. The favourite, or one of the favourites, way up north, will probably start as the outright favourite, just on the way the market's trending. Three ten into two dollars and 40 cents. Rob Orba, tip seven to beat one, two, and four as we stand by for miners out of Belmont after race six. To Bendigo we go first for this two to three win over 425 metres. Welcome back uh, to Bendigo Greyhounds for this uh, next race, race 10 on the card. And runners start to come up. And uh, the favourite, equal favourites here. We have one way up north and seven big bluey rocks. Both at 2.40 each of two. Green lights on. Lure roll, stand by for a start. Ready. Racing. 
caught him as one. Aston Gilder tries to break the line, but way up north kicks inside and out wide. Big Bluey rocks. They're all going hard to that first turn from Dark Crystal, who's just parked in behind him from King Brown. Highwayman, Eileen Jay, and got one Fernando at the rear of the field, heading up towards the turn and racing to the lead. Was Big Bluey rocks coming out after it was way up north, way up north, and Big Bluey rocks. They hit the line outside, way up north. Got Big Bluey rocks right on the line from Highwayman and King Brown uh, behind those. Uh, then we have Eileen Jay got one Fernando Aston oh Mitchy no good goodness mate needed it to lead and what does it do good comes out last Lord. came second last yep Jeez. yeah it might have actually you're off your game a little bit tonight I'm worried mate I'm, I'm telling worried. you these races these races are the hardest mm. to read mm. um the Mondays and Wednesdays. Tell me, tell me a Monday or Wednesday when I ever dominate. Well, um, yeah. I usually try and I usually try and steer clear of them because they're they're tier class dogs, so they're not our top qual uh, top liners. And the other thing is that like every dog is a chance, whether it's a dollar sixty or twenty five bucks, because yeah. their form references are so hard to read. So that's all I try and tell people. You know, just try and like try and tread. You know, carefully when you when you're having a play on these, unless there's something that you know we really really like. Yeah, absolutely. A couple coming off the uh, off the text oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Hit us up at any time. Dal from Camberwell, our great friend Dal. He says, uh, Mitch, I've been up since up till midnight the last two nights, assuming he's watching the Olympics, and I'm cooked already. You're a freak. Dal, I'm with you. I've been up uh, watching the Olympics the last couple of nights, and Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night, and I'm wrecked. Uh, I don't know how you do it, Mitch. And then Mitch in Mount Gambier says, must be a Mitch thing, uh, the six hours sleep, JD. You wouldn't get it. That's from Mitch in Mount Gambier. So maybe he's uh, similar to you in that sense, Mitch. That, uh, yeah, he's he only similar to me, for, yeah. We're... For a little bit of time. Yep, yeah, no, no, I know that. Uh, we, uh, we chat quite often on the old uh, Messenger or Twitter. <laughs> Uh, Mitchie from Mount Gambia. Yeah, we uh, we talk about greyhounds and horses and this, that, and the other. But uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's something I've always done, mate. Always gone mm. to bed late. Always, uh, you know, when I was a young kid, I used to sleep in when I was 12, 13, 14, I'd sleep until two two p.m. on a Sunday. Right. You know, but um, that's weird. Yeah, just you know, real stay weird. up. No, I'll stay up till stay up till you know midnight, one o'clock in the morning, play a bit of Xbox, and then all of a sudden, you know, you just crashed you're absolutely gone da, 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 I, da. but then i just think you get used to i find it such a waste of a day it. sleeping till about two in the afternoon i feel like yeah you, well you, you can to, accomplish so much ago. and then chill out in the afternoon and you get a full day of you know either activities or relaxation or whatever i mean oh, i generally i think yep. a sleep in for me would be about 8 30 yeah, that's me. That's me. That's a sleep in for me. Eight thirty, nine o'clock. That's about as uh, good as I can go. That's probably on a on a Saturday or a, or a Sunday. But um, yeah, mate. No, usually when work's on, got to uh, got to get up. And mm. the Olympics have been a killer because I've been you know wanting to watch them, and the missus has to get up early, so she's like, no, yes. TV's got to go off. So. Uh, is what it is, but uh, I reckon you. I reckon you'd be a big Nana Nap sort of fan. Uh, fan I, um, I don't. Have, I don't have time, Mitch. I don't have time. I mean, I'm here from. 9am. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm here from 9am till about 6.30 every night. I've got footy on Wednesdays. I've got, you know, there'll be cricket training on a Tuesday and Thursday. I don't have time to nap. I used to nap when no, I was working. Okay. No, just... When I was doing breakfast radio, there was nothing better than heading home at about 11, 12 or so and just sitting on the couch and just falling asleep and having a nice two or three hour nap. Yeah. And I, I would, that would be my routine day in, day out. I would have a nice little nap. 
but no, I can't anymore. I've got a mate of mine who's in the uh, he's in the union, and um, he finishes work at about two thirty, gets home, and he's asleep on the couch, and then mm. you know wakes up, you know, around seven o'clock, six seven o'clock, and shoots us a message, just had a little nana nap. I'm like, mate, you're not, you know, this is not normal. <laughs> Not normal, yeah. Well, maybe a lot of people would, me. maybe a lot of people would assume, <laughs> maybe a lot of people would say that you're not normal either, the way that you go about yeah, it. So you're right. We well, never know. I'm happy to cop it. You never know. Hey, before we we should clear our final break right now. We have been waffling on a little bit, so I apologise for that. Uh, what do we got to cover? Uh, no, we're pretty much up to. We got our best bets. We got yeah. best bets coming up. Yeah, and then we got and then we got to touch on a bit of. Um, Sandown Park tomorrow night. Right. A few races there that we'll, we're not going to give too much away because no. obviously I've got a few tips up my sleeve. And, and you, you wouldn't know who's listening. So yes. Yeah, exactly. And I want everyone to tune in tomorrow night. That's going to be the night when we uh, catch fire. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll take a break. We'll clear our final commitment and we'll come back and we'll get your best bets and we'll go through anything else you need to uh, you need to pass on to us as well. So, John Donahoe, Mitchell Bayer with you. Plenty more to come over the next 10 minutes or so. Stay with us. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe, Mitch Abaya with you. Uh, we're going to wrap things up very, very shortly, Mitch, but you've got some best bets, as you always do at the end of the show. We'll hopefully make sure that Bonington and uh, and, and Miles Fitzner aren't listening, but what do you, uh, you want to run through as we, uh, as we finish up? Now, first, I'll give my best bets for tonight. Um, we've got Ballarat and Cranbourne. Some pretty good meetings, actually, uh, these two. And there's some quite handy dogs going around. There's a race that I'm really keen on, which is uh, the Ballarat Enduro Series Prelude 1. That is race eight on the card at Ballarat. But firstly, Ballarat, race three, number two, Revolution. Um, this dog has got a massive engine. It's won two from three. It was unlucky last week. It's drawn beautifully in box two, $1.80. Uh, it looks very hard to beat. Race four, number eight, is the uh, the veterans race over the 450, uh, a six-dog field. Now, I'm pretty keen on number eight here, eight ball. Uh, obviously, name eight, drawn box eight. Um, Greyhound inside him, say hi in box seven, is very fast early. We'll lead him up and create a nice path to the first turn. So race four, number eight, eight ball at around $2.40. Um, race eight, number one. This is my best bet of the night. This is the race of the night. Mapunga Ruby versus Gypsy Wyong. Uh, there's a few other really nice types in here as well. Mix Kimi, Barkili, Midoriyama, Webler Hayes, uh, Alpine Blaze, and Gypsy Urana. So a really nice 660-meter race. And these are some of my favorites. I love these uh, 660s, 680s, the sort of distance races. They're, they're fantastic. But Mapunga Ruby is your $1.95 favorite. This is the best bet of the night by far. It'll lead. It'll win. It's strong. It can do it from both ends. It's... Um, yeah, it, it is just drawn to win. Slow beginner outside, Gypsy Wyong. I don't know if it'll run the 660 out that well. And Mapunga Ruby's proven over 700. So $1.95 is a gift. Uh, so that's the three for Ballarat. Race three, number two. Race four, number eight. Race eight, number one. And I've got two at Cranbourne. So the two at Cranny, one of them is $4.60. The other one's $1.60. So um, the first one falls in race six. Race six, number two, Remy's Girl, uh, a greyhound that has got tremendous early speed uh, by Bernardo, won seven of 27 and placed in another 10. Has a really good record at the track. It's had 20 starts with seven wins in five places. Um, blistering early last time out, 17-73 uh, overall. Um, a really nice win off box six. I think with drawn closer to the fence will suit it. Um, a couple of greyhounds around. You've got a bit of, bit of speed either side, 
bus driver and Indy's happy. Uh, all these dogs are going to have to have some toe because uh, if you don't, running over 311, you, you're almost wasting your time. So you got to you got to be out and gone, and uh, hopefully Remy's girl can do that. Each way, though, you're $4.60 and $1.65. May drift late. Um, and the best bet down at Cranbourne is race nine, number three, Coolant. Been flying of late, won four of its last five. Um, actually won eight of its last ten. Uh, so it's yeah, it's been in absolute blistering touch. Uh, been flying at Hillsville and is a very very reliable beginner. Hopefully I don't moz it tonight. Uh, it's got a couple of greyhounds inside who are um, been running over the four fifties and four twenty fives, and I I think this thing Coolant should just beat them out comfortably. Has a good record at the track. Nine starts for four wins, two places. Has a sizzling PB there of around seventeen and forty odd. So uh, it gets out in front. They won't catch it, but um, I think it's just drawn beautifully. Slow beginners in boxes one, two, and four. Uh, should be off and gone in a dollar sixty. Multiply that up with uh, the best bet, Mapunga Ruby at Ballarat, and uh, you get some pretty handy odds. All right, beautiful. So that's all for tonight, correct? Yes, correct, mate. All right. Do you want to give any? Uh, do you want to give any for tomorrow? Or are you going to wait and give those tomorrow when uh, when you come on? No, no, I won't give any tonight. I'll, I'll right. make sure everyone tunes in tomorrow for our tips um, and the competitions because that's what it's all about. Enjoy the fun that we uh, will put on tomorrow night, the, the banter, the winners, uh, et cetera, et cetera, because mm. the chances are I'll tell everyone now the, the tips and, um, you know, that some may take the tips now, back them, and then, you know, not, not tune in for the show. So hopefully we get everyone tuning in. But there's a couple of races I want to touch on. Race one. Uh, maiden final. We had probably one of the fastest pups go around last on Sunday, just gone um, in a maiden. Zach Sanity, he's drawn box one in a final, trained by Cal Grano. This pup is an absolute superstar in the making. Uh, not many pups run 29-25 on debut, I'll tell you right now. Uh, and his run home was absolutely breathtaking by Fernando Bale. Out of Zara's entity, who was a city class, may even been a group class um group finalist, uh, over 600 metres. So she was an absolute rocket. Uh, these pups would have sold for anything. But he's got box one. If he steps away clean, they will not get near him. They may not even see him. He might be that far in front. So that's an exciting race, race one on the card. Um, obviously, we've got a, we've got a staying event on uh, on as well, race four on the card. Uh, he shall Roger is probably going to be your favourite. Their grace is spirit, a greyhound that I am a big fan of. It's stepping up to um, the 700-metre trip. And the Britons have got quite a few in here between um, Je- uh, between Jeff uh, and Tim. There's four. And um, Brendan Purcell, who also works at the uh, the Britain residence, uh, he's got one as well. So five out of the eight of the stays are from the Britain camp. Um, Kalinda Beast goes around in race five, mate, and he's got box three. So it's going to be interesting to see how he goes back at Sandown. He was lucky to win their three starts back and, a really nice winner last time out at sale. So great racing coming up tomorrow night. Um, some of the races there are absolutely, you know, absolutely fantastic. We're going to find winners all over the place. Dapto, we're going to Murray Bridge. We'll be at Sandown. We'll be at Warnable. We'll be in the SEN Track studio lighting it up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I, I just, I, th- I think that you guys will cover and I think you'll win and I think it'll be all good, but I reckon they're going to give you an almighty scare because... Fitzmagic, although he's been uh, on Bensley the last couple of weeks, he he tends to lift for these sorts of occasions, and uh, I reckon he'll be very, very keen to get himself up and going and uh, and potentially try and win that competition because it is going so, to be a hell of a lot of fun. Hey, we got 30 seconds. Anything you want to add before you leave? Yeah, I was just going to say, you're going to... 
when you have your multi this week, uh, with a dollar thirty of Watchy and I be in there, or the three dollars thirty of Bonington and Fitzner? I'm going to stay out. I'm going to not touch it because I'm just oh, too. I'm too. Uh, too yeah, I'm, I'm going to sit on the fence. Hey, um, great man. We'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you for uh, all your work tonight. Will do, mate. Good on you. Have a good night. Mitch Abaya there. Big night ahead tomorrow night. Watchdog, Abaya, Bonnington, and, of course, Miles Fitzner. I'm out, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.